Welcome to the Tatum and Pearson podcast, bringing you all the latest news and opinion from the world of Speedway. It's out of the top drawer. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the podcast with uh, our friends at True Plant, as always. Um, we are this week. We're going to reflect on the first two rounds of the World Championship. We've got to. Um, the championship burst onto our screens on Friday and Saturday, and Vlotslev did not let us down. It was uh, two spectacular speedway meetings. Um, our special guest, as always, is Natalie Quirk, a BT work, and I'm going to come to you, Nat, straight away um, <laughs> because Janowski, uh, second on Friday, a winner on Saturday. Um, in front of his home crowd, his family. Apart from winning the championship, it probably doesn't get too much better than that. Yeah, what what a weekend it was for for Magic Yanovsky. And you know, we talk what a likable guy he is. And you kind of you know, he he thoroughly deserved the win on on Saturday, and and worked really hard, uh, of course, on the Friday. But. I mean, he's won six Grand Prix rounds before, so he knows what it takes to to win a Grand Prix. He um, and he's more than capable of winning a Grand Prix. But this to to do it in his in his hometown, um, and he'd never won a Grand Prix in Poland before as well. So to win it in his home country, but particularly his hometown with his family and friends there, would have been extra special and um yeah i was delighted for him and and not just magic but i think on both nights the the two riders who were head and shoulders above everybody else you know were were the worthy winners at the end they they won and they were they were um they deserved to win it but uh yeah and for, for magic now to to sit on top of the championship it's um it's how he holds his nerve going forward now because we've we've talked about you know his capabilities um it, it just seems like he's he's got everything working well for him um uh, greg hancock spoke about perhaps he needs to he needs to have the head for it now and maybe that was the missing piece of the jigsaw and only time will tell going forward from from this weekend won't it absolutely right and i know that he's got one of um greg hancock's old mechanics in his crew now so that'll be an interesting dynamic to see if that brings a little bit more uh stability maybe a bit more focus to it because uh Nige, we have seen him win back-to-back gps before lead the world championship and then um just kind of drift away yes we have but i mean he's a real deal now and i mean the, the way he performed over the two nights and you have to bear in mind now that as we've said on previous podcasts, and I think Natalie was on one of the podcasts that, that, that I'm referring to, the dynamic has changed because here we are now with quick fire rounds, Friday, Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Friday, Saturday. So Magic is feeling absolutely top of the world going into Gorzhov um, in the next round in a couple of weeks' time. Well, it's a week on Friday, isn't it? So, mm. you know, he's, he's going to be in great shape. And although Bartosz Marslik, we know, will do well on his home track in Gorjov, Magic has laid the foundations. And because of the quickfire nature, normally it's, you know, let's wait a couple of weeks for one more round and then we have a World Cup break or a Speedway of Nations break for a month. And, you know, it's so close together now. And I think I made this point on the last podcast that, you know... (laughs) It's not it's not necessarily momentum, but it's confidence that now it's coming so quickly that Magic is in a great position. Mm. Yeah, he he is. And when you look at the points situation, I I just wrote it out actually prior to coming to doing the podcast, and 
you look at um, the difference in the point scores, Schmarslik, the world champion, is 11 points behind Magic Janowski. 11 points behind. And Madsen is pretty much a Grand Prix win behind after two rounds. And when we were just bigging it up on the preview, we were saying that riders and this year, with the way it sets up, have got to get off to a strong start. I mean, how that we nailed it there because looking at the point scores after two rounds, you miss out in the fir- these first two rounds. It's going to be very difficult to actually, if you if you have ambitions of being world champion, and most of course most of them do. The fact is, is that yeah, for Matson who was world number two, all of a sudden, eighteen points. He is twenty points yes. behind. Yeah, twenty points behind, and. Wow, is he going to have to do something pretty special if he wants to be the champion this year? It's well, very... I think... No, go on, Nigel. No, I was just going to say, we need to regard these weekends as two Grand Prix. There's so many people, Nat, that are sort of looking at these weekends as one Grand Prix. Well, in actual fact, it's, it's a double weekend. It's Friday, Saturday. And we are now a quarter of the way through the series. Yes, <laughs> it's only one weekend. It's only one weekend. Do you, do you see what I'm getting at now? Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a because of the format. It's very unforgiving, isn't it? And, and like we spoke about, you have to hit the ground running mm. from the word go if you're to mount a serious title challenge because of the because of the, the shortened format, but also because of the point system. And and I'm sure we'll get onto that. But the way the point system is, I think sometimes when you look at those those scores over the two rounds perhaps don't quite reflect what we saw racing-wise. Um, you know, Leon Madsen on 18 points. Well, you know, he, he didn't have... His two nights weren't disastrous. But when you look at the table and he's that far away from, from Magic Janowski, that's just the, but that's just the way the, you know, the system is. Um, very unforgiving. Um, yeah. And, you know, are we talking about the, these guys, their, their title hopes over already? No. And there's still, you know, we've still got, you know, uh, six rounds six to, rounds go. to go. So. We've got, yeah, exactly. And you're right. But what I'm saying is, is that they are under huge pressure. And the way it is biased towards extra points in the final, um, it does give those guys a significant advantage. And if you just miss out on that, you can find yourself cut adrift. And, and the facts are there. You only have to look at the numbers. You know, it is already after the first two rounds of the World Championship, you've got some big, big names that are going to struggle. Their ambitions of being World Championship uh, contenders are almost gone. Like Jason Doyle is not going to be World Champion this year. I'm sorry. You know, he's a wonderful guy, fantastic rider. He's had two poor nights and he's come away with eight World Championship points. That is 30 behind the leader. Uh, To come back from there would be a minor miracle. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I felt you kind of feel for for Jason Dorr because, um, you know, a world champion just, you know, in 2017, you kind of think what's what's happened since then? Something's just not been quite right. And I think, you know, you mentioned it over the weekend. He just doesn't look like he's got the speed. And there are times where he he looked so desperate to get, you know, points and was was, you mentioned again, overriding perhaps. Or I think we, we, we talked about it in the studio. Um, and just cut a really frustrated figure in, and, and wouldn't you be? Um, because he just he just wasn't making great. He was losing ground, wasn't he? Every time he was, and uh, it was tough, tough two nights for him. And I'm sure he'll be trying to bounce back big time in Gorjov. That's for sure. Nigel, um, 
the Britons are certainly going to be excited about Wolfenden. I think that um, he's been keeping his powder dry, mate, because um, certainly the uh, the semi-final last uh, on Saturday, last night, there's no doubt that um, I think that uh, when Smarslick passed him, I think that touched a nerve with Wolfenden because there was no <laughs> way that I was going to let him beat him. And mm. uh, I, I, I've had all day today, literally at the motocross meeting, all day, second semi-final, one of the best speedway races I've ever seen. Oh, absolutely. Wow. I mean, I, I've looked at, um, you know, BT Sport actually put it on their social media feed to their 750,000 followers, which is fantastic exposure for the sport of speedway. Yeah. And, you know, you look at that race. And to be honest, Kel, because we did... I don't know, because we did Friday and Saturday night, full commentary, every race, plus we did the Talking Dirt show, mm. powered by Monster Energy, of course. Um, you know, it was so busy that when I was driving back, I didn't sort of appreciate the full excitement of that uh, of that race, Kelv. So yeah. I've watched it back today. Right. And watching it back today sent yeah. goosebumps down my spine. Yeah. And well, you know, it, it is it is a true, true speedway race. It's absolutely fantastic. Mm. Fair play to Bartek and to Ty. They respect each other. They trust each other. They lift each other room. It was like an exhibition race. You know, if you're doing a speedway exhibition race, that is it. It was fantastic. And um, oh, fair play to both of them. Love it. Yep. And goosebumps, you know. Mm, brilliant. It was absolutely superb. And I think that there's no question that there's a... There's a there's respect between those two boys, but uh, they're the two most recent world champions, uh, the reigning and obviously the previous one. And there's no no doubt that um, Ty is quite keen to stamp his authority. And I just sense that Ty's been a little bit subdued. You know, you look at the extra league scores now. You know, he hasn't really been sparkling, has he? There hasn't been a maximum. There hasn't been something that really sort of catches the imagination. But suddenly, that those circumstances. I think I may have said it on commentary. I just felt that um, Mr. Wolfenden wasn't going to let Smarslick beat him there. He was, and suddenly you saw that magic that he can produce. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think on the on the Friday, I think Ty was perhaps a touch unfortunate or or fortunate, whichever way you look at it, in that he was able to get up from that incident with Freddie and and, and walk off and and come back out. Yeah, uh, but but unfortunate in in that he's he. And I know he mentioned that his um, he had some an issue with his bike after that incident and didn't have the speed perhaps in the final, but still made the final nevertheless. But yeah, that I mean I can only agree with what Nigel was saying. I think when you when you watch it when you when you're working, I think at the time I remember thinking, wow, what a semi final. But it was only when I was coming back home and I watched it again, you really you know appreciate it. Um, what they were doing and 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 there was a lot of talk on social media afterwards um uh, yeah just a, an incredible race between the two and you could see the respect between them afterwards um, but yeah he, he's um he looks like he's got the bit between his teeth doesn't he Ty Wuffenden and uh you know two um two finals yeah superb weekend for him yeah terrific stuff from uh, we've got to mention Martin Laguta before we focus on some of the boys that missed out Artem Laguta, uh, a fine performance, a very fine performance on Friday. Uh, I felt for him a bit on Saturday. I mentioned it in commentary. I, I, I don't like the way that the track is prepared for the semi-final. Um, 
And I think the guys in gates three and four, although I, I will mitigate that with the fact that he had first choice and to actually give two world champions the inside two gates is extremely brave, extremely brave. But nonetheless, I think the way the water had been put on that track, those two boys on the inside had no chance. Yeah, but surely, surely, surely they know the condi- they, they know that this is standard practice, Kelf. I, I get what you're saying about the watering, and, um, and well, I you understand. only have to look at the way the race unfolded. The yes, I get you. Got, you. I get yeah. you. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm disagreeing with you, Kelv. But the riders know the way the Grand Prix works. And he managed to do it on the Friday because didn't he win from gate three in the final on the Friday? Right. But the fact of the matter is, is that there are often races where it's a bugbear for me because when you've got a dry evening. From a rider's perspective, when you're going out for the last, the, the third but last race, you're not expecting to come back. If you finish third, not coming back sort of actually covered in shale and wet. Um, and that seems slightly odd to me. And also those races become quite processional and they, they sort of crop up. And it, it's just a frustration because effectively you are undermining the track. I get it. Track, I get it. Mm. I absolutely get it. But the fact is, is that, Artem Laguta won in fine style on uh, Friday and he rode very well again. I wasn't quite sure how he was going to perform on Saturday because it could have gone either way, couldn't it? He could have been so overjoyed and felt a bit flat coming back on Saturday. But that wasn't the case, was it? He came out and he was still flying. Yeah, and and, and I do get what you're saying, Kelvin. I'm not just saying this about Kelvin because I work with him, but... You know, there are so many pundits that sit on the fence and try not to offend anybody, but you are paid, Kelv, for the Grand Prix commentary to give an honest analysis. And your words um, are honest and from the heart. And I completely get what you're saying. However, the riders, when they are picking their their gates for the semi-finals, they know that that is what is going to happen. They fully understand that in the Grand Prix series, water is going to go down. I get it entirely. Water is going to go down, Kel. They are going to water the track. Sure. And the fact of the matter is is that Laguta is also, you know, he has to take some responsibility of that decision he made. He had the first pick. I think, irrespective of what was happening to the track, he had Schmarslick and Wuffenden in the race. And he yes. him the two inside gates. But, now... and regard, but regardless of who, who's on the inside of him, I know Scott Nichols always says it's, it's very, very hard to give up the inside gate. If you've got the first pick, it's very hard to, to, to not go for that, that inside gate. Mm. Oh, I, I, and, and, that, and that is a very true statement. The only thing that mitigates that is when Wuffenden was interviewed. Gate one at Wroclaw is not easy because mm. you come off the corner slowly. And you've got to go to the fence and then you've got to go back to the inside, cover all the angles down the back straight and hope it works out for you. But and also, it, Kel, it, it is, it is a, it's a debatable point. It I is. That, but also, if you've got a decent manager or coach in your pit bay... Which yeah, but they're not, not allowed, allowed in there to, now. They're not allowed they're in They're not there. allowed there now. So, but, I, but you know, he if needed, you've got, that was if a, you've got a decent manager or coach that can tell you and advise you before the meeting, remember, if you get in the semi-finals... Just bear in mind for your gate pick, the track is going to be watered before the semi-finals because there's no track grading in between the semis and the final. No. So when they prepare the track for the semi-finals, they're preparing it not for two races, but for three. You know there's going to be water on the track. So yeah. whatever the rights or wrongs, 
and and I have to say that Kelv, you make a really good point. Mm. You know, there's, there's too much water on it. Okay, you make a really good point. But the riders have to take some sort of responsibility mm. for their own gate picks. The, mm. the the guys that have got priority of gate position picks, they have to take some responsibility for their own decisions because they know oh, yeah. the circumstances oh, yeah. I, I, that are changing. I, I, and, and that is that is that is a great counter argument, and it's difficult to argue against that. And I think that uh, Artem will be reflecting on that decision, I'm sure. And it was a learning process. You know, all of a sudden, he's he's thrust himself into the forefront of World Championship Speedway. Yes. He struggled last year, wins his first Grand Prix on Friday night, looking like a winner again on Saturday. Could easily have won. You know, he was in that sort of form. And all of a sudden, he made a mistake. And the points you, 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 you talk about there are very valid. But in my opinion... They're things that actually, at that stage of the meeting, you shouldn't have to actually worry about because you've got a dry evening and the track can be graded without making it wet. But and I'm not we disagreeing need to, we with need you. We need to move on from that because we're getting bogged down with that. Yeah, but I'm not uh, disagreeing with you, Kelv. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just making a point. No, no, no. And, I, and it's a very good counter-argument and it's one I accept. I, I think that the fact is, is that there were other circumstances that... Um, he he didn't help himself, that's for sure, by giving up the inside gates as much as he probably didn't want to. I think he should have looked at the he should have given the respect to those two riders a little bit more, because in at that stage of the meeting, when you're looking, when you're giving world champions who can produce special performances the inside gates, uh, as I said, live. Uh, that was a very brave decision and it backfired on him and he will have learned from that and it was a harsh lesson but at the end of the day he's got 32 world championship points he's equal second in the championship with Wolfenden and I like him he's understated uh, he likes his son and he he said Adam was in the crowd um, I don't think he understood the question but he just said my bike was very very fast and, uh, listen listen I, I am very happy and I win. And Kelf, proud. Kelf, he speaks better English than I speak Russian. Yeah. <laughs> he, well, he was quick, wasn't he? He was lightning quick, making the starts. And he, um, for a few people, was a, a dark horse um, before the campaign started. It, it didn't come as a total su surprise to, pe to, to everyone just how quick he was, because people have said he's been... He has been very quick, particularly at Rockslav for, for a long time. And he's been knocking on the door. He had a good first season in the Grand Prix, a decent first season in the Grand Prix. And then perhaps a disappointing one last year, but has, has burst onto, you know, um, up, the, up the table um, this year. And uh, yeah, what oh, he was just, he was just superb, particularly on the, on the, the Friday night. He was indeed. What about Freddie Lingren on Friday night? Um, Natalie, putting you on the spot. <laughs> putting you on the spot, girl. You're on the podcast. You're the special guest. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, she is special. Um, she is what special. are your thoughts about qualifying seven points, ending up with 16? Yeah. Um, is that right? Do you think that's right? Uh, Do you think that's fair? In a word, no. Um, I'm not convinced by this point system, and that was a great example of, of exactly why um, I'm I'm not a fan of it yet. I mean, we will talk about this till till the end of the championship, I'm sure. But that was a, a real example of of someone that's that's profited from 
the point system the way it is, but the system has been made, you know, so that he he has been able to do that. Um, he just scraped into the semi-finals on seven, which is which is unusual. I mean, we've said you know eight points is generally the the aim for a semi-final, but he, he managed to get through on seven, and then completely capitalised on it, and um, and and it just threw him right into the mix of the world championship after at the end of Friday night, and so. Yeah, so for, for that, that I, that doesn't make sense to me. I, I appreciate the winner of the of a Grand Prix walking away with them, recognised, and perhaps the emphasis on on making a final. But that just this doesn't make sense. It, it doesn't always reflect, as I say, the points don't always reflect the night that you've had because Freddie will know that that wasn't his best performance on Friday, but he ended up walking away with with sixteen points. He did. And uh, he went from being potentially out of the world championship chase um, if he had missed out um, on the semifinals to being right back in it. And that was some roller coaster. But he did have the the nous and he upped his game when he needed to. I mean, it was a it was a well, he was out of order when he clouted Smarzlik. I mean, that was, you know, that was just madness, really. Um, but the fact is, is that even though so, he was able to get himself up and he finished third. And, you know, he made the final on Saturday. That kind of boosted him, didn't it? You know what I mean? He came back out Saturday and he's made two finals. And with this point scoring system, he has made hay while the sun has been shining, hasn't he? He's in, he's in contention for the world title, absolutely for sure. Mm. Um, now, <clears throat> I'd just like to say here and now, without sounding like I'm preaching to anybody, but my own personal view, right? We're in a pandemic, okay? We're in a pandemic, and another sport I'm involved in, darts, I've got on with it, and it's behind closed doors, and it's at Milton Keynes, the majors for the PDC. Here we are now with Speedway doing the Grand Prix series. Back in April and May, when we're in lockdown, and wondering when we are ever going to go and see another sporting event again, we were wondering, how is this going to work out? Are we going to get a world championship at all? Okay. My point is, I think we're very fortunate to be watching Speedway Grand Prix. I know the European Championship went ahead in the summer, which is brilliant, and full credit to Robert Lambert for winning that and one sport. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. But these guys have proved that, that, that they can do Speedway Grand Prix, and we have just had two rounds, and I am still buzzing from it. But want to hear about the point system is rubbish, the tyre situation is dragging us down. Only in Speedway, only in Speedway, can people bitch and moan and be negative? This is wonderful what has happened this weekend. It never happens in darts, football. It's a brilliant situation that the Premier League and the, uh, and the Championship got to the end in football. And it's wonderful that we've got darts back on, on our TV screens. But when it comes to Speedway, mm. only in Speedway, yeah, but those the points. The point yeah. system is the point system is crap. The tire system is crap. Why yeah. don't we just rejoice in the fact? Rejoice that yeah. we have got Grand Prix Speedway back. 
Yeah, I, I hear you what you're saying, Nigel, but there's a subtle difference between... No, a significant difference between those other sports. They haven't had a fundamental difference to the way that the, the points are tallied. And the fact is, is that our sport has. I'm not running well, it Well, that down. was in I'm, place I'm, before I'm lockdown anyway. Guys, I'm absolutely delighted that we are racing and we all were excited about it. And we are all buzzing from the fact that we had two super speedway meetings. The point scoring didn't actually negate from the racing. The racing I can't tell you how excited I've been. Yeah. I can't sure. tell you how sure, good sure, I've sure, been feeling sure. today. But the fact of the matter is, is that there is a very different way that the points are being collated for this year's championship chase. Well, that was going to happen before lockdown anyway. I understand that. The lockdown's got nothing to do with that. That was a yes. decision made prior, made, made in the wintertime. Last November, yeah. Uh, exactly. And so the fact of the matter is, is that on the evidence of the first two rounds, uh, there are some pitfalls with it. And, there are, and I accept that. Yeah. But, uh, but I'm, maybe not, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not suggesting that that negates the entertainment and the excitement and the, the, the fact that I'm delighted that World Championship's on. It is a point of discussion about a new point scoring system. You haven't got a new point scoring system in darts, and there isn't suddenly, all of a sudden, five points for a football win and no, no points for, for a draw. There hasn't been a major change to the, those other two sports. So we need to discuss it. For people on social media to go over the top like you've explained, well, that's always going to happen when there's... A Only team. in Speedway, Kev. Yeah, yeah but... Only in Speedway. I don't, don't get like it in the change. People generally don't like change, do they? I don't like this change. I don't like the new norm. I don't like wearing a mask. But my, well, my <laughs> point is... What, you know, why was there a change? I, I totally get where you're coming from, Nigel, and and I agree with it. I think it's... Do you get it in your other sports, Nat? Um, do you get all the negativity and the moaning, the bitching about, about your sport that you love? Do you get all that in your other sports that you do? Or is it just yeah. Speedway? No, I'm, I'm sure it isn't just Speedway. I, I mean, I can't think of one uh, off the top of my head at the moment that that, that, that springs to mind. I'm well, sure there you there go. Are. There but, you but go. I, I listen, I get totally what you're saying. I think it's fantastic that we've been able to have any championship at all. It's taken a monumental effort for, for the organisers to put this on. And, and hats off to the riders for, for producing what they did over the weekend. And I, I don't want this... The, the point system to, to take over what we you know and take away what we've seen because it was a fantastic advert for Speedway and for Grand Prix mm. Speedway this weekend. That you know that that's you know I don't want to take the shine off that. Nevertheless, this point system is a has become a big talking point. Of course it has. Yeah. Because it's a, it is a big change. I don't understand why there was a change. If it you know if it wasn't broken why why fix it or why or, no, I, I, I tend to agree with you. I think that uh, I, I, I'm not running down the, the events. I think, uh, as I say, there were two... I'm not saying you are, Kelv. No, but the fact of the matter is, is that we have to discuss it because it is such a big change. It's a huge change. It is the way the points are collated to how you go about winning the championship. So it's absolutely fundamental. Now, if people have gone over the top on social media, that is one of the problems with it. But the fact of the matter is, is that, you know, there was a there was an example on Friday night where both you and I live were looking at each other thinking, crikey, how on earth has Freddie Lindgren done that? Yes. You know what I mean? It's how is he managed to do that? And he yes. literally has gone from being nobody to being somebody in literally half an hour. And yes. the fact of the matter is, 
is that and it is what it is and we're mm. going to deal with it and at the end of the season if it hasn't worked out i'm sure the fim and bsi will will review it and you know what it might it, it will happen to another rider and th- there will be winners and losers in this and and it's the same for every rider it's the same we've got to get used to it and mm. however long it's there for it might happen to i don't know neil's christian everson it might benefit in the next round it, it might benefit Taiwan. you don't know what's going to happen so <sighs> I think we'll maybe have to. I'm sure we'll talk about it throughout the season, but I think to do a proper review, perhaps at the the end of the season. I think. Yeah. I think we need to move on before we all fall out. <laughs> no, we're not going to fall out. No, 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 and, no, no, no. And, no. and, and, and we're we are go not going to fall out. Things. And I'm not having a go at you or Natalie. What no. I'm having a go about is the fact that this this mentality in speedway that we just want to continually knock the sport. Well, and there's uh, some people there's some people that will only be happy if the sport dies. Well, then 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 let them moan and get on because I can't I can't waste energy on that. It's just We have had a fantastic it, weekend. Actually, and that's right. We've proved we, what it, we've we've proved that it is one of the best sports in the world this yeah, weekend. It's been brilliant. Absolutely sensational. I I I will just refer to the tires. I think it's been blown out of proportion massively. No, I like how you blown, use the word blown there, Kel. Blown out of proportion massively. Blown, I think, blown out or blown up. Blown up out of proportion. I don't, I don't quite know. I've now got confused about what I'm meant to be saying. Um, but You're tired of it. I'm rather tired. I've been racing. Did I tell you I had a motocross meeting today and I've got one tomorrow? Um, I'm bored already. I, I'm very bored. But analysts have been working furiously hard. They have been a sponsor of the series for three years. They've been developing tyres for more than that. I know that they were developing them prior to that. And I think that one or two riders that failed to take up the opportunity to actually order them were just feeling a bit left out and a little bit bitter and twisted. And this got really quite... Um, uh, just a little bit sort of nasty, probably, behind the scenes. And those guys that chose not to uh, take up the opportunity to take analyst tyres, well, they kind of only got themselves to blame. It was made quite clear that they had the opportunity to order them, um, and they didn't. So I know that there are riders on contracts with Mitas, and they probably felt, well, I'm going to stick with what I know, um, because, you know, there has been testing with the analyst tyre, but... You know, would you know Yanoski? I think the way he was riding, I think he would have won. And bearing in mind, Yanoski won last night, but second, third, and fourth were my test riders. But doesn't that just show that just the the intensity and the pressure and that, um, you know, everybody looking at, at everybody else, wondering what what they're doing and looking for yeah. answers if perhaps it's not yeah. quite going right, and and that those. Get you know from perhaps a tire, I don't know, but that just shows you that the pressure cooker. It oh, yeah. hits, doesn't oh, yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Now, the fact is, at Speedway, you know, there, there isn't that much technology on the bikes. You know, there is so little to choose between the equipment of the bike. So the, the, there are very fine margins. And anybody who perceives that somebody's got an advantage, they can get a little bit twitchy about it. And quite clearly, one or two lads that uh, were a bit complacent about trying the new analyst tyre got a little bit upset. And they only have themselves to look at. Because Janowski was, as far as I'm aware, has never raced on an analyst prior to this season. So he quite clearly took the opportunity to try an analyst, liked it, and he benefited. He may, he may well have done those two results on a MyTest. We don't know. But Mikkel Mickelson gave uh, an interview and said it's all bullshit. Because on Friday, he was on analyst. He is a sponsored rider by analyst, and he was nearer last than first. So, 
I think that there will be. I love that interview, by the way. It was sensational. It was was fantastic. It was fantastic. It really just did sort of sum it up a bit. And I think everybody's just got a little bit overexcited about it. It will be interesting, a bit like the point scoring. It's going to be a, a source of debate for the next six rounds for sure. And at the end of it, we will see which is the better of the two tires or what tire you should have been on. Or but, who orders uh, them for Torrin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I've got, to be, I've got to be honest with you. If I was a rider and I got a note from BSI or the FAM or whatever saying, look, the, 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 there is this alternative tire, Anlas. These are the deadlines, blah, blah, blah. I think I might have ordered just a couple. Do you know what, couple. Nigel? You know what, Nigel? That, that's common sense. Yes. It's quite interesting. Just to give me the option, Kel. Yeah, yeah, but that's common sense. And there isn't always a lot of common sense in the pits. And mm. you'll be very surprised. It's quite surprising how there'll be a new product and a lot of riders will actually turn their back on it rather than actually um, embrace it. It's quite interesting. Well, I, mm, and yeah, and, and yeah. I know I know that riders have signed deals with Metas because they don't want to have that issue or that, that, that concern or anxiety about what tyre to use. They just go, no, I'm going with my test. Well, unfortunately, we ha- I remember having a dinner with the boss from Analyst and yes. he said, we will make a tyre that the riders will have. And He's a nice man. Make it. He's a nice man. He's a smashing bloke. Did Can't remember his name because it's too long and too complicated. And I only sound like Alan Brazil trying to talk about Greek <laughs> football players if I yeah. start talking about him. But the fact is, he smoked cigars. He was a very generous man. And he said, we will make a car that can win the World Championship. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, they, it was a bit like London buses, wasn't it? They had to wait three years for a win and then they got two in two days. Yeah. And um, <laughs> quite special. Quite a special weekend for them, really. I'm pleased for them. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, two good rounds. Yes, and, uh, I liked. I liked it. What, what did you think of back-to-back rounds? Now, did you like it, or do you think it was too much? What did you think? No, I liked it, but but I suppose I'm not the one uh, racing a speedway bike <laughs> back-to-back nights. Well, but for, sod, sod them, certainly, sod them. <laughs> certainly, from a viewer's perspective <laughs> and a fan's perspective, um, yeah, I thought it was great. Um, there was. Um, only a very, very slight concern that if we, you know, two two Grand Prix rounds at the same venue on back-to-back nights, were we going to get the same result? But, but we didn't. We saw riders that perhaps had disappointing nights on the Friday, responded a little bit on the Saturday, had slightly better better evenings. Um, and we didn't, yeah, oh, there was only one different rider in, in the final. But um, no, I thought it was, uh, I really I really like the format, actually. I'm quite excited about it. And I, and I, I think the standards of uh, what we saw at the, at the weekend, I think that will continue. I certainly hope it does, but I, I think it will do. Yeah, what about Max Frick on Saturday? What do you think? Yeah, much better, much better. I think it's going to be such a big learning curve for Max Frick this season. Um, but yeah, much better from him on Saturday. Didn't let Friday didn't look like Friday um, had got him down too much. It's it's all about I think when you've got the back to back meetings, it's all about just drawing a line under Friday if you've had a bad one. Go again on Saturday, and I think that's what he did, and he had a much better Saturday evening. Yeah, he did indeed, and. Uh... Nigel, what did you think about uh, my favourite, and obviously I clearly I made it clear, Gleb Chuganoff. Um, he came in as a wild card. I think I thought he did pretty well. Did very well, Kelv, and um, he's obviously a, he's a showman. And he I can is. understand why he's popular in Rosslav. He's, <laughs> he's excellent. Um, so I, I like him. He's he's got a bit of class. 
you know, can he go all the way and be a world champion in the future? Maybe. Mm. You know, he, he's, he's certainly got ability and... and he's got something from, about him, isn't he? He's absolutely, yeah, yeah. And yeah. from the moment I first saw him, I thought, yeah, that lad's good. But listen, uh, also, these two reserves that they had in, in Wrocław, yeah. these are two young, talented kids, right? Yeah. And they are going to be there or thereabouts in three or four years' time. It's frightening. What What, what is coming through the system in Poland? It is frightening, but it is indeed. But um, I'm sure we'll be chatting about Lishka and Kershek. Yes. Yes. Was it? I'm glad you said that because I can't remember the names. No, it's not. It's <laughs> like like football players. I've really prepared well for this um, podcast, Kelv. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I I think that you know I think that's quite a good reflection. That is there anything else you, that, that sort of caught you or you sort of grabbed you? You wanted to chat about, reflect on at all? Because obviously there was a change from Friday to Saturday, and I think I was pleased for Nils Christian Everson um, because he's had such a difficult time, and um, he made the semi-finals, and I thought that uh, that will give him a real lift. Yeah, I think. Um, I mean, he, he said previously he's probably been the worst. Uh, worst preparation for for any Grand Prix season he's ever had. He's had what been involved in five meetings. Two of those were cut short. He was injured over the winter, and he's had an operation on his hand as well. So he was, I think, he was always going to be up against it. So um, it was it was nice to see him have a, a decent Saturday night. One person we haven't really spoken about is is the uh, the world champion Barcelos Marslik. Apart from that semi final race with with Ty Wolfenden, what do you think his his chances are? Of retaining it. Well, I think I think he's got to look at Gorjov as make or break for him, in my opinion. Um, I think he's got to uh, win at least one of the nights in Gorjov, and he's going to have to hope that one or two of the other guys drop some points because he's eleven points out of the lead. And if he can utilise his home track, where he is pretty special, and there's no doubt about it, uh, he could get himself right back in the chase. But he did just look a little bit off it. He got better last night. Um, and certainly the race in the semi-final with Wolfenden uh, clearly demonstrated that he, he got his set-up much, much improved. Both of them actually improved their setups as the evening went on. But I think that if he's going to retain his title, he's going to have to have almost like a Yanovsky-like performance in Gorjov. Obviously, total silence, so that's obviously gone down like a lead. I was waiting for Nelson uh, to give his... Oh, sorry. 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 I, I, sorry. I, I do apologise. I, uh, I didn't realise you were wanting reaction to that, Kel. I wasn't well, listening. I, I, I wouldn't mind a touch of reaction. Well, it, well, is a be... podcast. it is a podcast, and I'm well, not my yeah, own. Yeah, but to be honest, Kel, not for the first time, I was bored with what you were saying. <laughs> Have your have your predictions from from uh, before the well, weekend changed no. after the first two rounds? Well, 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 I'm I'm, I'm unfortunately look, my, my my prediction has gone down like a lead balloon because Emil Saifutinov last night was woeful, mm. and uh, he had three points. Did he ended up on three six? Points, yeah. But he ended up on six. But crikey, he looked like he was pretty competitive on Friday last night. They just sort of, whatever whatever the the decisions they made, they were the wrong ones. And um, he's on 15 championship points, and that's going to be tough from there. And you know we will reflect on the point scoring, of course we will. But he's got a lot of he's got an uphill task for him to be world champion this year. And I thought his form from extra Liga, it looked like he might have had a really good chance this year. But um, 
two rounds in, and uh, I'm afraid he is a long way back, and it's going to be a tough call from there. But Dudek also, I thought he was disappointing. Just sort of flatters to deceive. He has a good race, and then he has a bad two races. You know, last night, he could have done a lingering. You know, he had five points going into his last ride if he'd won it, because he had had a win also. You pointed it out, Nigel. Yeah, yeah. Win. He had five from two. Then he went naught, naught. And then he didn't capitalise in that heat 20 when they re-ran it. Mm. And of course, mm. he misses out and he's languishing down in 10th. And he's just got 13 points, you know. And is yeah. he going to make the top six? I can't see him making the top six. He's going to have to big time go for it. you know. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And he's a tremendous rider. I, I, I love watching Patrick Dudek, but there's something not quite right at the moment. This is why Gorzov is so huge mm. um, for somebody like Patrick Dudek. You know, I, and I agree, the phrase make really fits Gorzhov and the Edward Yanchar Stadium because there's two huge Grand Prix to come. But, um, mm. I, you know, we must remember in commentary as well, and I don't know what Nat and Scott's reaction was back at BT Sports HQ when um, when I called a race after three laps. And uh, <laughs> well, I, Do you know, Nigel, you know, no, sorry to interrupt, but I was thinking about that today while I was racing my motocross bike. Did I say I was racing motocross bike? <laughs> I have mentioned it. I, I, I'm sorry. Sorry if I've re repeated myself. I'm a little bit tired. Um, but I, I just thought that because he won that race twice on lap three and lap four, <laughs> I wonder. I wonder whether the authorities may have awarded him six points rather than. Three. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, know, I know as a rider. I know as a rider. Oh. I'd be quite pleased if I. Do you know <laughs> what? Been, Do you know what? That is a bad mistake as a commentator, and twenty years. <laughs> And 20 years ago, 20 years ago, I'd have beaten myself up. Last night, I laughed about it. And I had so many people texting me, my mates. Funny. It was funny. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they were just... We did. Have, we had a little chuckle in the You studio. and Scott, did you? <laughs> Did you? We did, but you know, uh, you know, this is we. I've missed you two so much, and I remember thinking after the first heat when we first heard you on Friday night, and I said, "It sounds like you and Calvin have just been locked in a cupboard <laughs> for the last ten months, and all of a sudden you've been let out and you sprang to life, and it was it was what we've well, been I missing for say, for well, a hey, I'll tell months. you what, Matt. Can you imagine being locked in a cupboard with tape for ten months? <laughs> I mean, that is a frightening <laughs> prospect. But look, I called it after three races. I made a mistake. I should this have been more three races. It was I should three have been gutted. There's I... speedway races over four laps. <laughs> yes. And and you called the winner after three. You then called the same rider the winner after four. Yes. And that, I think we need to go to the FIM and ask them if they can allocate him an extra race win. And I because... was hoping, I was hoping that there would be minimal reaction. And then. <laughs> Fine so people, <laughs> and then the fine people happen. at the beat, and then the fine people at BT Sport social media office <laughs> tweeted the race and said on the caption, "Artem Laguta, so good he won it twice." <laughs> you and I thought, "Oh shit, I've really made a mistake there." But and then Chris Van Straten at Wolverhampton texted me today. A lovely, a lovely message from Chris. <laughs> and he said, sincere congratulations on a fantastic two days to you, Kelv, Natalie and Scott. Great coverage over the last two days. But maybe when I see you next, Nigel, I'll bring you an abacus. <laughs> and I thought, <laughs> oh. oh, well, I'm pleased that 
um, I'm pleased that we can laugh about it. And Absolutely. I think it did give us a yeah. bit of a chuckle, that's for sure. Um, and as I say, it was a, a real delight. And it was it was super to see Arsene Laguta going so well. We've had two rounds. The championship is underway. Um, Magic Janowski is leading the way on 38 points. He has a six-point lead over the rest of the opposition. I think that uh, gives him a nice little confidence boost going towards Gorjov. Um, we can't wait for Gorzhov, can we, people? Fantastic. Absolutely can't wait. Counting down the days already. Yeah, so in uh, just less than two weeks, we will be um, uh, shouting and screaming about more World Championship Speedway. So thank you very much, Natalie. Thank you very much, Nigel. And we will be back with more about the Grand Prix very soon. <laughs>